Welcome to the beer aisle with all of its colorful cans, bottles, and boxes. It's one big marketing game, and expensive doesn't always mean good. And that's why we're always on the hunt for good swill. Our team of experts includes industry insider Brian, who guides us through the beer world, better equipment, and better ingredients. And our easy to please outsider Matt, who takes us into his world. From about 18 to 30, <laughs> I retired. Uh, I hitchhiked across the United States a couple of times. And I'm your host, Blaine, once again trying to keep this train on the tracks. We try the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. Yeah, about that whole keeping this train on the tracks thing. Uh, yeah. You need some work, right. bud. Right. <laughs> um, and, and as far as, I think uh, when you finished uh, that, that comment in our open there about you retired, uh, you retired early in life uh, so you could work until you die. That is that is truth. That is truth. I'm resigned. I didn't want know. to put that morbid, morbid detail in the open. You know, it is what it is, man. <laughs> Hey, uh, because that's what happened to our host, though, right? Man. What's that? What has it happened to our last host, right? He's no longer with us. But no, no, no. He moved on to a different city. That's right. Yeah, I keep forgetting. Yeah, we, we miss him, Mr. John. I do. Yeah, we miss him. He was a good neighbor. I know he was. He was good at uh, instigating you two. And I know he's listening out there somewhere. So hi, neighbor. Yeah, hi, neighbor. <laughs> uh, that's a little throwback to our last episode where we tried Narragansett's uh, uh, Shandy. Shandy. Uh, and this week oh, we're trying to the morning to you. Would you like a shandy? Drink a shandy when got you a, wake up. Got a little bit of lemon in it. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to our our uh, episode here. We are now in the month of August, and uh, we got some exciting stuff to talk about, and including um, uh, I think our next episode, I should have some stuff that I brought back from me from my big trip out west. Uh, took the family and the camper out to uh, Yellowstone and all this and that. So we'll talk about that at the next episode. It's been a crazy summer. I can't wait to hear the stories of how it looks after the flooding. I know. I know. It's 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 interesting. Uh, and this week, we are trying something a bit different. And we are well in our swill price threshold with this. This is Moosehead Canadian Lager. This is a, an affordable Canadian import. It's been on our radar to bring it in uh, and give it a try. We want, to, we want to see if it lives up to some of the other ones like Molson's and Labatt's, uh, some of the things we've tried in our in our past. And Brian, real quick, uh, this I mean, this is very Canadian. It's got a moose on the on the on the can here. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't design the can. Which what do you, what you want from no, me? No, I'm just saying. What you want from me? Seminole. It's the. Why has it got to be Canadian? Why can't it be Maine? Yeah. The world. Can't, why can't it be persons? Canada. Why do you have to judge us by where we're from? I'm not. I'm not. But tell us well, what's your what's your experience with Canadian lagers? You know, it, it's funny with Canadian lagers. Like I remember growing up and like my drinking, like early college and high school. It's like. These were the higher beers. It's like you wanted a Canadian beer because it had more alcohol. And then the rumor was that if it was actually brought down from the oh great northern country, it was kept cold. It, it would had even stronger alcohol content. Oh. And and I do have one fun drinking experience. So I was uh, freshman year. Just um, one. I, I thought, the, I, thought I thought these man. stories were left to you, Matt. With with Canadian uh, lager. So it was freshman year. We're in the dorm, and uh, some friends from back home came and brought a whole pallet of Labatt Blue. Uh, not the Labatt Blue light. I don't even think they made that back then. It was just Labatt oh. Blue. And we were pounding those. And my buddy and I were going to, you know, there's a girl that I had a little crush on in the dorm next there. And my buddy from home, we're going to go see her. If her and her friends want to come out and play. 
And uh, she wasn't around. This was before cell phones. You couldn't call or text. You had to like, literally go to the call box and be like, hey, Erica, are you home? And so then we're walking, we're, we're, running, we're walking we're back and we start to jog. Here. We start to jog and we start to run. And he's looking at me with this big old poop eating grin on his face, like, ah, ah. And he hit a call box and it knocked him out, sliced his head after right After dr- drinking? After drinking Labatt Blue, sliced his head oh right my open. Oh, gosh. We had to bring him, we had the uh, ambulance came. We had to bring him to the emergency room. He was so drunk, they couldn't give him any painkillers. So they had to put stitches oh. in without any pain. And he was telling dirty jokes to the doctor while the doctor was doing this. The doctor had to stop several times to actually like catch his composure because he's laughing so hard at my friend. Oh, Jesus. And That's... you know what we did? We went back to the room. And we started drinking more Labatt oh, Blue. Oh, gosh. Atta boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. That's I, like my first Matt that's story. Rough, man. That I, I, I feel like I got a head wound the first time I drank Labatt's Blue because it was super cheap. It was like $5 a pitcher at the bar. And and, and, and explain the tie to our, our, our beverage of choice today. Well, they're both from Canada. They're both from Canada. That's right. Canada. Uh, our, our tasty neighbors to the north. So what's your story? Because I got to hear about your, your head uh, wound. You know what? I, I drank two pitchers of Labatt's Blue at the bar, and I woke up the next morning feeling like I had a head wound. Yeah. It was awful. It was awful. Okay. All right. Well, this is Moosehead Lager out of well, New... Hold on a minute. Oh, I was... Uh, did any Canadian beer make it down to Florida? No. And this is a, <laughs> I never drank Canadian beer. This isn't beer. a Florida State versus Miami joke. I was just curious. Like No, honestly, it was something that was not... It was just not on the radar down there. Like it was, you know, sadly, Bud Lights and all of those were the, were the mainstream. And you know, if if you sought out something, it was something from Georgia. So, so if you <laughs> if, if you listen to some of our older episodes, you know, you know, I talk a lot about Miami and, yeah. and our little rivalry. Yes. I, I did go to grad school there. I went to undergrad in Ohio at Ohio University. Was this stuff making it down there? Yes, we would go up there because it was eighteen and over to drink booze. Um, so we would go up to Canada to get our drink we, on. We know other stuff is easy to get in South Florida. <laughs> right. <Yes. laughs> like what? Oh, I don't know. You tell me. I didn't live down there. Uh, Matt's raising his hand. Yeah, no, I just wanted to interject here that when I was a kid growing up in South Florida, I can't believe that we're all we all have South Floridian roots, which is kind of sad, really, because I don't consider myself as much Floridian as I do Arizonan. So break the debate. Arizonan, anyway. Florida State or Miami, the U or the Knolls? No, let's not. Let's not. Yeah, no, I want I want his opinion. Okay, uh, I'll circle back to you on that one, oh. but. Uh, let me just say, my father or somebody in my family went out west and brought back Coors beer, okay? Mm-hmm. And this was right after Smoking the Bandit came out. Oh, yeah. And I remember Bootlegger. I remember old. seeing my father He's throw these down. empty Coors cans in the garbage can, and I thought, oh, my God, we're going to get in trouble with the police because we've got bootleg beer. That's so silly. But so, but that yeah, that was a big deal back in the day, and that was the whole premise and, behind. And, and we were in Bandit. South Florida. We were at Delray Beach back yeah. in the 1970s. Yeah, so. the, the stories behind these beers definitely have a, a regional aspect to them, and that's uh, why we're trying this. Uh, it's it's cheap, but it's from far away. Moosehead Lager out of New Brunswick, Canada. So the price on this five ninety nine for a four pack of Pounders sixteen ounce cans. Untapped describes this uh, It's a golden lager that is light in body and highly refreshing, offering a fine balance between malt sweetness and hot bitterness. Users gave this a 3.15. One user said, remember how we used to get moosehead beer and and we thought it was something special? 
that was before craft beers. <laughs> now, sure, it tastes I, like a beer is light and refreshing and a bit skunky on the nose. We know Matt likes skunky. I do like skunky. <laughs> All right, are we ready to crack these these guys open? Y'all, this is nine cents an ounce. This is That's cheap super compared cheap. to what we've been trying. I it was watered down with lemonade and you, shit. You, uh, you brought this and you've uh, you've redeemed yourself after yeah. that expensive uh, German beer. Uh, this is some really cheap stuff. That's crazy cheap. And with that, let's let's see if uh, if it's if it's cheap and good. We'll do first sip impressions. All right. It's time for first sip impressions. Keep the first sips going and the swill flowing. You know we buy the cheap stuff. As little as five cents an ounce will keep us happy. Check out GoodSwillHunting.com and click donate. All right, Moosehead Lager. And Matt, can you please describe this beautiful Canadian can? I, I love this can. Sure, just like our simple neighbors to the north, it's a simple <laughs> simple green field on the top. Welcome to the PC edition. Separated by a red line, which I'm assuming is the border with the United States of America, because <laughs> it's free white down below with green lettering green with white lettering on the top and there's a wall at the bottom of the can (laughs) yes you you can't see what we got back here Uh, and uh, it's got a giant moose on one side moose head and then on the back side it has a maple leaf yeah Ah, a 5% ABV it Ah. says beer that defies the odds eh you're offending so many Canadians right Founded now. in 1867, we were born in Canada. So generations later, we're the oldest independent brewery in the country. Okay. All right. Well, All right. you do you, boo. And it's union made. Oh, Don't yes. forget to mention yes, that. Yes, union made. I was a member of the United Food and Commercial Workers in Billings, Montana. And we had a union bar right there on the main drag in Billings, Montana. And... Uh, First time I went in there, I ordered a a beer that I drank, which was not union made. I can't remember which one it was. So you went to a union place and drank a non-union beer? I tried. I ordered a non-union beer. I did not get a non-union beer. We only serve union in here. That's boy. all they did sell was union beers. And I'd never experienced such a thing before. I, 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 I'm like, I don't even know And I only went is. to that bar I like knew that twice. Was thing. Yeah, okay. I didn't either. But it was the Union Bar. But this isn't the first beer that we've drank that said Union Made. There's another one. I don't remember which it was, but I remember specifically it being read, blamed yeah. by you, saying Union Made. Yeah, I guess that's – and I'm sure it's to let people know you're supporting a union of some kind. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry, but living in here in the South, you know, when I see Union Made, I'm like, oh, it's a northern yeah, beer. Yeah, that's because we don't – unions are non-existent down here, down here in the South. You didn't talk about the marijuana leaf on the back. That's a, a, an oak leaf, you oh. dill hole. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead and smoke that. I got a, I'll send you. I'll sell you a ten pound bag of Canadian marijuana. Right. I know things right. are more liberal up there, but I didn't think they put it on the beer can. But before this train uh, tips over after going off the tracks and dumps <laughs> uh, its payload all over the place, uh, first sip impressions. Uh, who wants to go first? That guy, Brian. You know, I don't hate it. Um, but I'm not loving it yet. Um, I'm trying to trying to decipher the flavor because it it's, and if it defies the odds. Yeah, well, you know, it has a lot more flavor than like say a Budweiser uh, for you know a lager. So it's a Canadian lager. 
Um, so it's good. You know, they always tout that they're more flavorful than American lagers, and it has more flavor. I'm not sure if I love that flavor yet. Okay. I need I need some time. Matt, for sure. And I'm gonna say that uh, you know, at the risk of transparency, uh, having a shandy on my lips prior to this, it makes it really hard to get a first sip impression because it's such a drastic change from a shandy or a rattler or even a bush ice or a milwaukee's beast ice you know it's just like whoo that's a heavy beer and it's you know it's a lager did he have a little bit of an accent when he said heavy beer yeah he did a yeah bit. i heard that <laughs> what kind of accent i don't know canadian but, canadian <sighs> yeah but i i i agree with you matt it's 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 such a different change in flavor. You got no sweetness, none of that lemon flavor in there. So you're going to kind of put yourself in the mindset of, you know, we're going back to the lagers and, and so far I'm not, I'm not hating it on the first sip. It's so that's, I will say here on good school hunting, if you take a first sip and you're not, you're not gasping for air. Um, we've had a lot of those. <laughs> we, we've had some where we're just like, "Whoa!" In this episode now, oh my gosh! But this is uh, this is not bad for it, the first few sips. You know, there's a Canadian comedy troupe, Kids in the Hall. If you're familiar with them at all, I love that show. Okay, Sussing and Beavis and Butthead. But they had something about this sweet drunk chick from Winnipeg. And that's what I think of when I drink this, you know, she's out there dancing by herself. She's got a little too much. Taking us into on. your world, man. Stop. Taking wow. us into your world. Wow. Uh, so what do we know about uh, Moosehead and um, this beer and, and where it comes from, Brian? So you mentioned earlier that it is the, it's Canada's oldest independent brewery. So they're kind of like the yingling of Canada, um, sixth generation of family ownership. Their history reads more like a Netflix miniseries of drama. <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding you. Oh, I like these ones. Yeah, okay. it was founded in 1867 by Susanna Oland. She moved a to, lady. to Nova Scotia from England and oh, started Susanna. brewing beer. And it became, oh, Susanna, I knew that. I knew. Oh, Susanna, I knew. don't you brew for me. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Um, and she started brewing a beer that became popular. And so her son, or her husband and sons, they opened a brewery that was called the Total, uh, the Turtle Grove Brewery. They then quickly uh, changed the name to the Army and Navy Brewery because most of their uh, patrons were in the Army or the Navy of Canada. thought they were called Mounties, but apparently they're called Army and Navy. Um, in 1877, they... The so Army makes na- sense for, for Mounties, what are the Navy called? Are they also Mounties? Well, they're riding whales, aren't they? I don't know what they ride. Continue. Um, in 1877, they changed the name. Her husband died, so she changed the name to S. Oland, Sons Brewing, which I think is really cool because so many uh, – well, I think it's cool and not cool. I think it's cool that she put her name on there because you hear so many male and sons brewing or male and sons company. But here she put her own name, but yet she abbreviated with an S probably because at the time – for her to put her name on there, people would have been like, "Why is a woman's name on there?" But I still think it's sort of a ballsy move for the time. Yeah, that's 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 impressive. I mean, I would never question S. Yeah. Holland and Sons. Yeah, you know, I would just say, okay. yeah. But that's that's impressive though for a woman to start something, you know, start brewing beer and and basically starting a business in the right. eighteen mid eighteen hundreds. That's yeah. that's huge. It is. I, I I totally agree. But this is where I think some of the drama begins because notice we've already been through um, 
two different, no, three different names now, and it's only been open 10 years. So what are they hiding? Um, they had several fires in the early, or in the late 1800s, early 1900s. Um, at the beginning... Fires were so, oh, such a big problem back then. Go ahead. Well, it keeps getting... It, it's going. It, it builds. It builds. Trust me. Ugh. It builds. But wait, it gets worse. Um, in the, uh, the beginning of the 20th century, they changed the name to Maritime Brewing and Malting. In 1917, there was a major explosion at the brewery that killed uh, one of her sons. Um, he was, oh you know, was one of the owners and destroyed the brewery. Um, for about 10 years, they kind of moved around from location to location, um, eventually landing where they are now in uh, St. John, New Brunswick. Um, in 1931, they launched Moosehead Pale Ale, which is they eventually changed the name to Moosehead Brewery because of the popularity of that beer. In uh, 1978, they entered the U.S. Now, shortly with, after... With disco music. Hold on. This is when the Orland, the Oland Dynasty experienced a family murder. Wow. So, yes, um, there was a spat for control between two brothers of the company. And um, the presidentship was... Was Cain able to pull it off? No, he wasn't. <laughs> so, um, so there, the, one of the brother, Richard, who was not given the seat of president, was so upset that he left um, the brewery and went out on his own. He was shortly after found dead in his St. John office at the investment firm of Far End um, Corporation. He was bludgeoned to death. We, uh, I don't think, have we had any brewery history with lessons death? with murder? No. So <laughs> we've, we've had some, some shady things in some of these breweries, but that's probably. That's no, no, we worst. did. No, we did. The True Colors. Uh, well, well that, that's different, though. Yeah, that yeah. was different. But that, that, that's like a, that's like a, a whodunit, like. Mystery murder. Oh, we know. We know who did it. Okay, fill us in. His son. Yeah. His son bludgeoned him to death. His son was a financial oh my planner. Lord. And he was charged in 2015 with second degree murder, sent, sentenced to life in prison, with no possibility of parole for at least ten years. And okay. Then, was it? Was he released in ten? No, no. I, I didn't find the history. I believe he's still locked up in prison. Damn. Um. But they've also had several, they've been known for truckloads of cans of beer going missing, being stolen. Oh. Um, they had one in 2005. It was uh, beer slated for the Mexican market. And so it was real easy to find when all these moosehead cans started popping up around <laughs> Canada with Spanish wording on it. So they were able to figure out who stole it. Um, and then from then in 2007, two more trucks were hijacked. So it, it's just. A shady, shady history. I guess they've gone over 10 years and, without And those suspects were named Smokey and Bandit? Well, and you know what? <laughs> I reached out to them to interview them for this podcast, and they are the first brewery to flat out deny an interview. So wow. what are they hiding? What's, what's hidden yeah, usually in the water? Usually they say yes. Same or, thing or they're or hiding hear from their, them. Or, yeah, they either say yes or we don't hear from them. I've never had a no. Yeah, the same thing they're hiding in their beer flavor. <laughs> no, no I, that was a premature. Uh, tastes like to, murder. To, to answer your question on the on the Mountie, uh, Mounties are are the police in Canada. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, there's what, a, we what's to- the Navy? Uh, I don't, do they have a special name? Whalers, seamen. Oh, seamen. Right. <laughs> um, are are we ready to uh, move on to our last call on this baby? Are you? I am. Let's do it. Yeah. 
They've had their fill. Now they'll rate this swill. This is Last Call. All right, last call for Moosehead. Uh, this 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 beer. I, I feel like we just took we took a dark turn with all the the murder and thefts and all this stuff. I really think it's a Netflix miniseries waiting to happen. Yeah, no. Uh, like a- fermenting troubles, or <laughs> you know, I like it. Fermenting <laughs> troubles. The story of the Moosehead family. All right, uh, uh, Matt. Um, what do you, what's your what's your last call on this? Um, you know, I'll drink it and I'll enjoy it. I think the red line is kind of like where you get to that red line on the can and you're like, <laughs> well, shit, I better have this thing pounded after this because it's going to get warm and it's going to get nasty. Yeah, cold, it's okay. Um, like I said, it's a hard switch from a shandy to this because a shandy is a lemonade and a lager is a lager and it's a darker lager um i haven't seen it in a cup yet but i'm assuming it's a darker lager and uh it's got a kind of heavy heavy mouth feel but you know I, I like it i would drink it i wouldn't i wouldn't make a full-time job of it yeah i'm okay it's no bush ice brian oh so i'm looking at the can after the story beer that defies the odds uh, it's definitely defied the odds <laughs> founded in 1867 we were born with canada Six generations later, we're still killing for success. I don't know. Maybe, killing for yeah, success? You like, you like that? You like that? Yeah, Good God. Does it really say that? No. But I just, I, I think that should be it. Um, you know what? I, I'm going to give wait, it. Matt, did you give it your number? What's your number? Oh, I didn't give it a number. Your, um, your rating, not your phone number. Oh, sorry. 8675309. Oh. No. Um, that's Chenny. Nice girl. Go ahead. Um, he has a head. Seven leaves on a maple leaf. Uh, divide that by two, three and a half. Subtract 0.75 for being Canadian and not America. Oh, geez. I'm going to go with a 275. 275. All right, Brian, continue. Yeah, I'm, I'm real close to him. Um, I'm going to go at, at a two and a half. Um, it's not bad. It's not great. Um, it has flavor. It. it it's just it, I'm not loving the flavor. It's almost too much flavor. Okay. Um, you know, if I want this much flavor, give me an IPA. But are you judging that flavor on the last thing that was in your mouth? Lemon. What was that? Well, <laughs> lemon, the Narragansett. Um, no, no, I'm judging just on like um, I'm looking at the Budweiser can sitting on the table in front of me. Um, so I'm thinking it has a lot more flavor compared to Budweiser. Freedom. Uh, with this freedom, that's a taste of freedom. This is the taste of Canada. Um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop this thing. Blaine doesn't want us to go on anymore, Matt. I, I, I'm, He's I'm, expecting I'm, something inappropriate. I'm I'm cutting you off there uh, because we're about this train. Oh, this, tra- this train's already on the tracks. tracks. I try not tracks. to say communism, so okay. I, I held myself okay. back. The taste of communism, <laughs> socialism. But you said it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give this a two seven five also. Um, I kind of wanted to give it a little higher just because of the price. I mean, this stuff is super, super cheap. I think I'm glad you brought and, that and, up. And I will say, for the price, I almost want to give it a three because for the flavor and the price, it's really good for that for being that cheap. Because other stuff we've had that cheap has been awful, and this is 
really good for the price. Right. As far as overall yeah. beers go, it's a two seven five. But I almost want to give it a three. I just want to put that caveat on there. You know, I will. Uh, I will agree with that. Some of these beers are like drinking a soy sauce. Yeah. <laughs> or cardboard. Or or yeah, cardboard. Uh, we've heard that that term. But no, this or Minhas vomit. I don't find oh. any. I don't find anything uh, offensive about this one. Uh, really. Yeah. In, you know, I, and I want to say that I truly do miss our old host Blaine. You're doing an amazing job. Uh, that doesn't. That's not one slam on you. I think that you have stepped into the seat well. Um, I do miss. But, I do but, miss John. We always miss him. But one thing that I don't miss about John, <laughs> the fact that we went four episodes without a single dang Aldi, Lidl, or Trader Joe's beer. <laughs> Mic drop right there. We managed. We may have to scrounge around there eventually. We though. need to get some. We need to go yeah, back. Yeah, now, yeah. Now we're, not, remember, we're not. We're not dissing. We're not dissing him. But I get. I get what you're saying. Yeah. You know, you're like that girl who cries after the first time we're together and says you miss your ex, and but you still but you hate held, him. You held me though. I did hold you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm gonna. St- I'm gonna stop you right there. <laughs> I'm gonna stop you. But <laughs> um, I'm just saying that uh, you know. Moosehead fared pretty well, in my opinion. I, I think, yeah, it, I think it it's a decent I beer. Actually, I want to raise my score. Put mine where yours was playing. The, the price has to raise it up. Uh, it, it does have to go up to 2.75. You just can't argue with, with right. 5.99. Edit made. Yeah. Hey, um, and, edit. When, and once I make my decision, it's final. I, I'm not going to vacillate. <laughs> I won't do it. All right. Well, uh, this has been a been a great uh, start to season three of Good Soil Hunting. We've had an awesome time. Tried some really good beers. I think we're on a good roll so far. Yeah. Um, don't forget, we're going to be still posting stuff uh, on our social media in uh, Goodwill Pod. Ha- Pod- Oh my goodness! Goodwillpodcast.com. Uh, Matt is raising his hand. Yeah, uh, the, I just the boy in the front, please go ahead. Yeah, sure. I just want to tell our listeners, thank you so much. We love you. We love yeah. doing this, and we're glad you listened to it because without you, we would just be three fat guys sitting around in a small room drinking um, beer together. Blaine isn't yeah. fat though. You and I are. We're well, chumps. Yeah, our, our uh, beer guts touch. We're not yeah, on and television. I, and I don't man. have a beard. I think we need to bring bring another bearded person on. There'll be a few. Or non-bearded person. Well, maybe you I'm, could just nut up and grow a set of facial hair. And <laughs> I am so excited for our next beer. Uh, yeah, well, we're going to mention that. And also that we're going to start bringing guests on here. Uh, we have the beer balancer spot still open on here that we're going to be bringing on just folks to come try some of these beers with us. So you'll hear some different voices on here. It'll be a lot of fun when we come back. And the next episode, as Brian was alluding Dude. to is Penguin City Brewing's Blonde Ale. And I, when I say when I hear Penguin, I think Pittsburgh. But is, no, is, no, is, straight is, out of Youngstown. Youngstown, Youngstown Ohio, Ohio, where I'm from, born okay. and raised. Why, why, okay. And don't, don't go, don't spoil Yeah, because I think of penguins every time I think of Ohio. Uh, the Youngstown State Penguins. That's the mascot of this, the college there. And Okay. I'm not going to say much about it, but a, a friend of mine was passing through town. There's not penguins there. Brought a six-pack for me, and I'm not going to open it until the next recording session. I don't know how I'm going to hold off. It, is it in the fridge or in the garage? It's in the fridge. I've never tried it. I've been wanting to try it. So, um, Stephanie, thank you very much for – she listens – um, which oh, is why she brought you, it. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you very much for bringing the six pack, and we can't wait to review it in the next episode. Uh, all right, guys. Youngstown proud. <laughs> Somebody's excited here. Why town? Uh, we're all excited, and we will see you in two weeks. Thank you so much for listening. Check us out on goodswillpodcast.com. 
We'll see you soon.